aside from Disney movies, I am also a big fan of Star Trek. Now, I don't call myself a Trekkie because I don't follow everything about Star Trek, but I follow uh, one of the uh, Star Trek series that I follow is The Next Generation, Star Trek The Next Generation. And I can still remember in middle school and in high school coming home on a Wednesday night from school and opening the TV channel and watching Star Trek The Next Generation. Now, it's been 26 years since the series ended. And it's been about 80 years since I last came to see a movie that involved the characters of this series. And so when I heard late, uh, late last year that one of the characters is going to have his own Star Trek series uh, in one of these streaming channels uh, online, I got excited because finally I need to, again, watch one of my favorite shows of all time. And so it came out last January and I was religiously following the series. And yesterday I was able to watch the, uh, the season finale for season one of this, uh, this particular series. And as I was watching the ending and credits of that uh, season finale episode, I felt a little bit of melancholy because I felt like you know, I have to wait a couple more months before I have to watch season two of this particular series. But then, with that melancholy came hope. Hope knowing that season two is gonna come in a couple of months. Hope knowing that I'll be able to watch it again and it's not gonna leave me hanging in the air. And that hope gave me a sense of being at peace, knowing I'll be able to go on in my life right now because in a couple of months, I'll be able to open this channel and watch season two of this series. If you notice on your, uh, whatever screen you have in front of you, you'll notice that some of the things here in our sanctuary are covered in purple cloth or more or less veiled in purple cloth. And you may wonder why what's going on. Well, today, we, as we enter the fifth uh, Sunday in Lent, one of the traditions that we embrace in the church is that we cover with purple cloth, we veil these statues and crucifixes process in the church. And if you come and visit our church today or the next couple of days, you'll see that a lot of our statues are covered with these purple cloths. And the reason we do this is because, as you all know, in two weeks we're going to celebrate Holy Week. And in Holy Week we're going to witness our Lord Jesus Christ entering more deeply into His passion and into His death, ending in His resurrection on Easter Sunday. As we watch him enter his death, there is a sense that our Lord Jesus is going to be taken away from us. Our Lord Jesus is going to be removed from us as he engages in his passion and his death. And so today, as we cover our statues and crucifixes and purple cloths, it's in a sense a signal for us to become aware of them. It is also a way for us to be able to enter more deeply into the great essentials of Christ's work of redemption, which is, as I've said, his passion and his death, eventually ending in his resurrection. But the veiling of these statues and crucifixes, which you see today, is something that's not going to be permanent. It's just going to be temporary. Because these things are going to come to pass. And when we come to Good Friday, and when we come to the Easter Vigil, 
We're going to see these things that are veiled today become unveiled. They're going to become unveiled, and once again, the saints and the crucifixes are going to be made to us. So what these veiling to the, uh, what these veiling of these crucifixes and statues bring to us today is that it gives us hope. Hope knowing that in spite of our Lord being taken away from us when he enters into his passion and death, but that this is not going to last forever. But as we will know on Good Friday, on the reading or the proclamation of the Passion, we will come to see that the veil in the temple is going to be torn open. And then on Easter Vigil, on Saturday night, the glory of God is going to reveal to us His resurrected glory. Jesus is going to reveal to us Himself, and He's going to reveal to us that He is with us forever. And so the veiling of these give us hope today that this will come to pass. And that this will eventually lead us to know that God is going to reveal Himself as being with us for the rest of our lives. But I think for us today, too, this veiling of the images and veiling of the process of crucifixions give us a greater or a deeper significance for us today. Because we not only veil our images and our crucifixes, but today we feel as if the church is being veiled from us. That our ability to sacramentally receive our Lord Jesus in Holy Communion is veiled from us. And it brings us a sense of like our Lord was taken away from us today. That our Lord is being separated from us. But what we are doing today with the veiling also gives us hope. Because even though we feel that the Lord is being taken away from us, this too shall pass. And so it is that hope that tells us that just as we unveil the images today and in the previous lens of our lives, that that hope gives us the knowledge that He will be unveiled to us once again in His resurrected glory, and that He still shall come to pass, and we will be able to behold ourselves again who is with us forever. And so I think for us today, we come as we celebrate this Eucharist wherever you are, with the hope that our God gives us, knowing that things are not going to last forever. But it also gives us, through this hope, a sense of peace, a sense of strength, a sense of being at peace, being able to do what we are supposed to do wherever we are, because all these things shall pass. And so let us receive this gift of hope that the Lord gives us today, and let this hope be our constant strength, our constant companion, in the midst of the uncertainties of this world, so that truly, one day, when all these things are unveiled from us, we can all gather together again.